Welcome to 9to5Mac Daily for Tuesday, November 1st, 2022. I'm Chance Miller. Leading off today, there are a couple of executive shakeups affecting Apple's leadership team this week. According to a new report from Bloomberg, Apple is losing two of its top executives, Anna Mathiason, the vice president of Apple's online store, and Mary Dimby, the head of Apple's information systems, who has the title of chief information officer. This departure means Apple is losing at least three vice presidents, the highest manager level below CEO Tim Cook, following the departure of Evans Hankey, Apple's vice president of industrial design, which was announced last month. Apple also recently lost Jane Horvath, who served as the company's chief privacy officer. Horvath's departure was announced over the summer, and she fully exited the company in recent weeks, according to Bloomberg. Dimby, Apple's chief information officer, was responsible for handling the technical infrastructure behind Apple's online services, manufacturing, and website. This operation is referred to inside of Apple as the, quote, nerve center for allowing employees to connect with one another and with suppliers and customers. The division reports to Luca Maestri, Apple's chief financial officer. As of right now, there is no word on who will succeed Dimby. Mathiason, the executive in charge of Apple's online store, will be replaced by Karen Rasmussen, who has worked in Apple's Director of Digital Experience and E-Commerce Department before this promotion. So with all of these executive shakeups, we're expecting a few more reorganizations soon, and ideally we'll also learn more about why Apple has lost these high-profile executives in such a short period of time. In other news today, the European Union passed the Digital Markets Act over the summer, and this new legislation has now officially gone into effect as of today, November 1st. While we've previously heard of the potential consequences of this legislation on Apple, EU representatives are now reiterating what we could see Apple have to do in response to the DMA in order to open up the iPhone to third-party app stores and more. In a statement today, an EU representative said, quote, If you have an iPhone, you should be able to download apps not just from the App Store, but from other app stores or from the Internet. We expect the consequences of this legislation to be significant, end quote. But even though the DMA is now in effect in the EU, Apple and other tech giants won't have to make changes immediately. Essentially, there are going to be different tiers for which regulations included in the DMA will apply to which companies. But it's expected that Apple will be listed in the gatekeeper tier, which will see the most stringent rules. The EU is set to officially announce which tier each company lands in next spring, and then those companies will have six months to make the changes and come into compliance with the regulations. The implementation of the DMA has been a slow process, and it's still not even close to being done, but if it stays in its current form, we could see Apple making some big changes to things like the App Store, iMessage, and other aspects of its ecosystem like Apple Music. Rounding out today, while some rumors have indicated that iPhone SE 4 will feature a design similar to the 10R, a new report this week says that there are still some questions, even inside Apple, about specific features. In a report this week, reliable display analyst Ross Young 
says that his sources say Apple is considering two different options for the iPhone SE 4 display. First, it's considering using a 6.1-inch OLED display from two different suppliers, and then it's also considering an LCD display somewhere between 5.7 inches and 6.1 inches from two other suppliers. Using a 6.1-inch OLED display in the iPhone SE 4 would certainly be the more premium option, as that's the same display technology used in Apple's flagship iPhone 14 models. But it could also, however, force Apple to raise the price, something that it might be hesitant to do on its most affordable, entry-level iPhone SE. But meanwhile, using an LCD display between 5.7 inches and 6.1 inches would be more economical and help keep that price lower. Opting for the lower end of that screen size range would also help ease the concerns of iPhone SE users who choose the device because they don't want a massive screen and a massive form factor. But even if the screen size differs from the iPhone XR, which used a 6.1-inch LCD display, the overall design of the iPhone SE 4 can still resemble that device. This would include things like a notch, smaller bezels with no home button, and even Touch ID and the power button. Ross Young says that the iPhone SE 4 isn't expected until 2024, which is contrary to other speculation that Apple was aiming for a spring 2023 release, but a 2024 release makes more sense, especially if Apple itself is still undecided on some of the changes it wants to make. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com. Follow along with me on Twitter, at Chance H. Miller. And be sure to come back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.